Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne on Global Voice Radio. Join Roxanne Durhage and her thought-provoking conversations, the catalyst to live your life to the fullest. It's uh, Roxanne Durhodge again with Authentic Living with Roxanne. Thanks so much for tuning in this week uh, to chat with me again or to listen to me. And this week I have a special, uh, I would say young lady, she's younder than me, um, uh, Andrea Ivanka. And Andrea and I had the privilege of probably meeting each other about a year ago at a networking event. And I, I've uh, um, really enjoyed some time with her with some amazing trainings that I've been involved with. So I'm going to read a little bit about her bio, but I want Andrea to, I want you to get to know Andrea and you'll, you'll get a sense of why I think she's such a special person. So Andrea is an international speaker and achievement coach. Um, she comes from a background that's also always been about education and empowering aspiring leaders. She's the creator of the Success Wheel Solution and the founder of the Ignite Mentorship Program, where she energizes like-minded community of people to step powerfully into the ver their version of their best life. And she's done a lot of amazing things. Uh, she's spoken to over 10,000 people worldwide. She's been on TV shows. She's shared the stage with some major tycoons, multimillionaires and A-list celebrities, uh, which I'd love to her to tell you a little bit more. And Andra has the gift of connection from what my experience is. And she also connects people on a profound level. Uh, after sp spending two days with her, um, I think I drank the juice. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love for uh, Andrea to share a bit about herself and anything that I would have missed. Uh, well, thank you, Roxanne. Uh, it, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you as all over, I think, what, the last year or so. There's something really special when you connect with people that not just are really good at what they do, but really want to make a difference in the world and they're up to some big things. And I think that's what, what drew us together is we've got this bigger vision of what we want to accomplish in the world. So thank you so much for, for having me on today. And I think one of the things that's become so important to me as I've taken this entrepreneurial journey where I came from, I mean, I tell people this and they have a hard time believing me, but I used to be so shy so introverted that I couldn't talk to anybody. I mean, if I had to go up and talk to even one person, I would turn as red as a cooked lobster and, and be out the door in tears. And I've, I've seen that in period, periods where she gets um, excited or something and she gets yeah. red. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a lot of energy. It was just, it was, I couldn't talk to anybody. And I remember, I don't know if you've ever had one of these moments where I almost felt like I was a fly on the wall looking at my life and I just knew something needed to change because I felt like it was just passing me by and everybody around me was having these amazing experiences and here I was I couldn't like I was so shy to let myself just be and I felt like the me that I was inside was was big and full of life but if you looked at how I spent my time with my nose stuck in the book I mean I still read a lot I always say I'm a closet nerd big time um, I just, I couldn't talk to anybody. So that's really where this whole journey started from was I wanted my life to change. And as a result, I ended up living and traveling overseas. I ended up doing consulting in, in the UK and China, lived in Mexico for a few years. And I learned a lot about people along the way, especially because I didn't speak the language in a lot of the countries. And so I had to learn about nonverbal communication and what made people tick and eventually ended up back in Canada and decided to start a business after <laughs> a couple of other steps in between there. So it's so been interesting. So you intuitively like, um, and I think travel is the best education, you know, um, there's the academic route and then there's the academic along with the life route, which is sounds like the one that you've taken. So tell me, what did you learn? Like when you're in China or Mexico, and you can't speak the language. Like, how, how do you, how, I'm not sure I could do it, but how did you get around? Uh, I think the first, when 
when I moved to Mexico, I actually ended up there for three years. Originally, the plan was to be there for one year. I ended up there for three. And the first few months, it was literally with a dictionary in hand and just knowing where I needed to go. I, I would just force myself to get out. So this was the beginnings of me starting to emerge from being really shy. I mean, when, when I do things, I really jump in wholeheartedly. So, uh, one of the biggest things I realized was when you treat people with respect, you're kind to them, you smile. I've, one of the biggest things I've learned is learning how to say thank you in different languages just opens up doors. And it was those little things step by step. And I realized that even though we weren't speaking the same language, we really were very similar at heart, right? People wanted to be treated well, and I found that pretty much everywhere I've lived around the world. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. You know, and something that, you know, I he I've heard the term that a smile is like a big, warm hug, and, uh, and I know you smile a lot, um, and so do I, like, you know, because sometimes that's all someone might need to open up, and then when you're reading, not knowing the language, I would think you're, you're looking at the nonverbals so much more and becoming more in tune. Yeah. On well, now, as a as a professional in this industry with with coaching people, I had to learn a lot about nonverbal communication as well because so much of our communication is nonverbal. And I look back now, and I think so many of those experiences shaped me because as I was going along the way, I was processing all of this at a very unconscious level and. I remember recently having a conversation with my sister-in-law. She's a border guard at Toronto Pearson Airport on the drug squad. And oh. she's got a fascinating job. And she tells us how they are so trained to pick up on the littlest micro movements, even in, in the eyes and the way people carry themselves. And she said something so interesting to me. She said, we're all doing it all the time anyways. They're just a little more trained on what to look out for. So it makes you realize we're, we're always communicating. We don't always think we are. But when you start learning how to do it a little more effectively and you, you come with open body language that says, like, I'm, I'm here, I'm here to be of service. Um, I'm a good person just like you. I find it really just takes down the walls with people. And you've seen this when, when we've been together as well. I mean, the community that gets created is just because we're all coming from that space, really safe and really open. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Because I know um, we've talked about different environments and I, I, I really want you to talk about how you coach differently. Because I think um, as a speaker and you as being as an international speaker also, you've been in some pretty big environments and you've been around some, you know, big heavy hitters. But I want to talk to kind of the worlds because people that are looking for a good coach sometimes may not know what to look for. And I know I've been guilty of that, Andrea, over the years, <laughs> you know, and so I want, I think that's a good thing to share or, you know, help um, the listeners understand what is it about that you've learned about coaching and what makes you unique? Because I, I'm, I've experienced two days with you and I was like, okay, where do I sign up? Right. Because you just disarmed people in such a loving, kind, gentle way that at the end of it, there was no um, barriers, really. We were being real, we were showing our vulnerabilities, a lot of things. So tell me, tell, tell people listening um, kind of what you learned along the way and what, what helps this introverted young lady come to such a, such a powerhouse that allows people to achieve things that they do at the level that they do when they work with you. I love every time you call me young lady because I'm turning 40 this year. Well, you're younger than oh, me. My God, I can't believe it. <laughs> I, I would be considered the elder of the two. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm, luckily, I have very good skin, I think. So, um, what have I learned along the way? Uh, one of the biggest things that I wish I had paid attention to a little earlier that I kind of learned for Doc's way was to pay attention to my intuition. I think a lot of us grew up, at least for me, I can say, grew up listening to Tony Brown, Les Rock. Wow, I just make those two names you up. Just, you just like. <laughs> I just merged them in my head. And, and you had the privilege of actually meeting Les Brown recently. Congratulations. That was so cool seeing you up on stage like that. That was amazing. And so we, we grew up very, let's take action, let's be motivated, let's be hungry. 
And one of the things that I didn't realize was there's also a time of growth and a time when you're building foundations and planting seeds and coming across certain people in, in the coaching world and in the industry, it's a little bit like the wild, wild west right now. Um, it was constantly like, okay, if you don't do this, it means you're not committed and it means you're not motivated and all of that. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you're in a growth stage. And so you're learning the skills, putting foundations, putting systems into place. Those are all still action steps. And I think, like I said, just to bring it back around, that intuition where sometimes I felt like maybe this isn't the best fit for me. Um, I'm not really sure about it, but because I almost wanted to prove myself. Okay, yes, I'm an action taker. Yes, I'm committed to making a difference in the world. Yes, I'm committed. And that need to prove myself to other people externally is somewhere where I made decisions that didn't end up really giving me the return on investment or what I had wanted to get out of it because they didn't really come from the right reasons, right? Where I almost wanted to prove versus other things where I really took some time to connect with somebody. I got to see if we clicked, did they align with my values? Did they align with what I wanted to do in the world? Because I've had some amazing coaches. Uh, one of my first coaches is now my accountability buddy because we're more colleagues at this point. And I would say that's been one of the biggest things that I've learned is there is a space to, to pay attention to your intuition and, and what's your gut really telling you. And there's all the science now behind all the emotional receptors we have in our gut and whatnot. So there is actually some, some truth to it. It's not just, you know, woo-woo stuff out there anymore. So one of the things and, I've... And, and that's so true, right? Because, okay, talking about what, the, what I've done, and um, stepping into coaching and speaking and training. Um, so really kind of shifting over, there's this urgency in you, within me I should say, that wants to get it all done, right? Like, so I'm just gonna dive off that high platform and I'm gonna land. And you know, you wanna do it really, really quick because yeah. you're thinking, wow, this is really what I want to do. And that's interesting that you said what you said. It's about, I looked at that chart you sent out, by the way. Oh, yeah, the stages of business? Yes, and that would probably be a good thing to discuss, but it, isn't it so true that sometimes you need to just learn and percolate yeah. before you kind of launch? And I know someone like my personality, I'm like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And I'm like, oh no, I should be in reverse. <laughs> so that's where I could see the value of someone coaching you because you've been there, you know, you've kind of done certain things that you said were externally focused. And now you're kind of really going from that deep intuitive gut and living outward from there. And I think that's, that's the valuable lesson that I think I've learned um, by just slowing down and listening. Yeah. Well, there's there's always a combination. You've got your gut and your your emotional, spiritual, like all of that that makes you you. And then you've got structures and systems. And I think sometimes uh, we, we take a look at people that have been in the industry for really long and they're sharing their stories. And we hear that this happened in a year or two years or three years. And they've talked about their struggles. And then, you know, if something happens, it's that whole hero's journey story. And that's where they're successful. But what most people don't really, really process is the journey that took them to that hero's point where there was the turnaround. And so we take a look and there's all the, I think, the outward trappings of success that are there because they've worked for them. And you take a look at almost step uh, maybe 10 and you're maybe at step one or two thinking that you should be at step 10 and then you get that shiny object syndrome, like, oh my God, I have to get my branding and my SEO and, and my website and my business cards and I have to get clients and I have to be speaking and I have to run webinars and I have to run workshops, especially in this industry. And before you know it, you're all caught up and snarled up and then going, oh man, like what did I sign myself up for? And it's just a matter of being systematic in addition to using the intuition and, and listening to yourself to be able to do that. I know... One thing that was super, super important to me, and I got a little criticized for this, was that I wasn't growing faster, uh, because I'm really good at, at the work I do with my clients, was it was really important to me to have a proven foundation of success with my clients. 
And that meant that they were actually successful at what they got coached for. And I'm not looking for a hundred percent success rate. I'm not a genie in a bottle. Like, <laughs> you know, that's not really realistic, but I wanted to have a proven track record. And so now that I've done that for a few years, now I'm ready and I feel ready to take it to a bigger level. And I think that's really important for people to know that it's, it's okay to lay your foundation and pay attention to what you're doing in your own progress. You can look to the outside stuff for inspiration, to get motivated. But when you compare yourself, that's when you end up in this gap and you feel crappy, really, because it's like, oh, this person's doing that and this person's doing that. And I, that's so true, right? Like, having stepped into it myself, you know, that shiny object kind of syndrome, I think that was, you know, I, I can so relate because I wanted to speak and I wanted to train and I wanted to coach and, you know, and then, and then everything all at once. And then somebody gave me a piece of advice and I, you know, and they said to me, do one thing. And I went, what? <laughs> they said, do one thing. I'm like, like one thing, one thing. And they go, yeah, one thing. And in retrospect, that was a slowing down, which is what you're describing, because you can't start a course, you can't start speaking, you can't start coaching and, you know, and start a pod series all at once because you're going to get burnt out. Because they all have back end processes that go with them. It's not just, if you think about it, and this is what one of my mentors said, he said, think of a front stage, think of a backstage. Front stage is just what your clients, the world sees. But to have any kind of a show, there's a whole lot going on in the backstage. So if you're doing podcasts and speaking, I mean, you're learning speaking skills. You're learning how to invite people to events. You're learning how to invite people in. You're learning how to make sales and discovery calls and track sales and track follow-up. And like all of that, there's a whole back-end process. And as long as you know that, it's okay because then it's like the elephant, right? You you fight it off one, one piece at a time. But when you just, like I said, you see the whole outside stuff from what other people are doing and then you jump into that in your first year or so, it, it can get really overwhelming for people. And that's, I think, where some people get burnt out and frustrated because they just didn't know that this is what they were signing up for. But if you know and you've got a good mentor keeping you accountable and keeping you on track, and that's a lot of what, what I do with people, then it becomes easier because then you celebrate your progress as you're going along. So it's more fun. Right. And I think that's the value of a, of a good um, mentor business coach is um, someone that says um, you've got all these phenomenal things, right? Which I think we under like someone like myself, you know, shifting from one, one career to another. Yeah, and um, you have so much experience as well already under your belt. I mean, like you've already got stuff that other people don't even, right? So. Right, but but still, likewise, I can relate to what you said. I'm looking at the guy or the lady up there, and I'm not seeing the back systems that got created, and kind of the alignments that they had to make. And I'm, you know, and then if you like, you do that unfair comparison. How come I'm not? And why aren't I doing? Blah 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 having a coach, like you said, to really help you ground yourself and say, where are you? Yeah. What skills do you bring? What is one thing, <laughs> which one. is value, that one thing that you can focus on um, becomes really, really pivotal as you, as you start to build a business. Yeah. And I know that's something that I leapt into um, not having the knowledge. And um, I was a bit haphazard at times and got into a big coaching program when I really had no business in retrospect mm. being there. And um, it, was a, it was a tough thing. And now I'm kind of going backwards to kind of say, okay, what one thing should I approach? And had I met someone like you um, earlier, it would, have, it would have really helped me with that. Yeah. And I think that's, thank you. And that's one of the things that, I, I was sharing with you just before we started recording that we said in our, in our company, this is our year for visibility because now that we've built that foundation, I've heard it not just from you, but from other people that have met me in the last year. Like if I had only met you and so <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm going, okay, but I'm an entrepreneur too. I'm doing the exact same thing as you building my foundation. Right. And so it's a journey for all of us. And I, I like the transparency. I think that's what yeah. I think, you know, for me, I'm a pretty 
hence the name of the show, Authentic Living with Roxanne, but I'm pretty authentic and transparent. And what I like about what you, what the, the interactions I've had with you and Sophia is that, um, who is her uh, fiance, business partner, is that you guys are so transparent. Like when you tell us what's happening behind the house. So a lot of the other coaches, um, I don't know that they do it as explicitly as you do. <laughs> Uh, show show me and the others that I know I've been in training with with you. Thank you. Well, something somebody said once really resonated with me. They said, "Who's the best person to teach a second grader math? A fourth grader, not somebody in university." And so sometimes just having somebody that's a couple of steps ahead is enough to get you to your next level. And I always tell people if if you're gonna look for a coach and uh, just with a grain of salt because this is completely my opinion is does that coach either have a coach or a mentor are they accountable to somebody are they in a community what are they doing for themselves because when you're looking at investing in coaching you've got different levels of programs right you've got everything from the online uh, to the kind of things that we do, which are, are really unique and, and very hybrid programs to high level programs. And if you've got somebody that hasn't invested in themselves and their own growth, and I'm not talking about, okay, I did an SEO course or about how to podcast, but am I actually working with somebody that's growing me and keeping me accountable? I, I think I would be hesitant to work with that kind of a person as a coach. It's like, does your dentist have a dentist kind of thing? Because there's certain things that you cannot do on yourself, right? It just Absolutely. You know, and the smartest people need coaches. That's the thing, right? I heard something on a podcast that said you need a plus minus. So you need someone ahead of you. You need somebody at the same stage as you as a, a men, like a, like a, you call it accountability um, partner. And you need someone, um, that's starting off maybe a little bit behind you because you're going to you can help that person yeah. then the accountability partner says hey did you make those five calls or did you do xyz and the person ahead of you gives you the structure because they've done it and they they're they're even further ahead than you and they've already been at the gap that you're at you're so right on you know and i just heard that and i went oh my goodness that is so basic but such a pebble, you know, like a, wow, I, I gained a lot from that because I, I always try to help others if I can. And if I have the knowledge, I've just started to check in with somebody, um, you know, that's right at where I'm at. And I'm obviously trying to go to the other level to, um, you know, coach up yep. and um, kind of just trying to make the shift to, to get everything done in a day. Right. Yeah. Um, being an entrepreneur is not an easy job um and it's it can be stressful but it's so invigorating all at the same time yeah so rewarding well one of the the things that i do with my accountability partners is just a, a fun little tool is we started using boxer uh the, the free version of the app and it's like walkie talkies for adults well tell me about it what's it called, so it's called boxer v-o-x-x-e-r and yeah. it's literally an app that you can put on your phone and what I love about it, if you remember walkie-talkies when you were a kid, you yeah, can really yeah. leave the person a message and they get back to it whenever they have a chance. So it's like you've got this ongoing conversation. And so what, what my partner and I do is we just do these, sometimes it's every day, sometimes it's every two days, just a little check-in on how are you doing with the stuff we talked about, here's what's going on. And I know I left one for her last night at, at quarter to 12 because I was just wide awake and super excited about something knowing that it wasn't going to ping like a text message or any of that. And she got to it this morning when it worked for her. So it's, it's a great little tool that's really good for accountability. And we know even with our programs, with everything we do, we talk about the success wheel solution. One of the key drivers in all of that is accountability because without it, I mean, when nobody knows what you're doing, especially as an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur or a small business owner where you've only got a couple of people in your team, it's very easy when nobody knows what you're up to to just, oh, well, you know, today I'm not feeling so good or the weather's so nice. I'm going to go out for margaritas kind of thing. And then, uh, you know, we, we, we all need a little bit of accountability. I think so. And, and like myself, um, you know, I have a small group around me and you're right because sometimes it gets tough and you, it's, it could be, Hey, how are you doing? Uh, 
this really sucked today or oh my goodness this was a lot more work than i thought or wow i did this and you couldn't believe what happened and i got to this and then this happened and then that door opened so you're right it's because the success is you just want to tell somebody else to say i just did blank 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 and then they go wow right um you know, I just got invited to go to Paris. This is just happened. Yes. Really? Um, and it's a psychological uh, conference that I was asked to speak at. Well, I came back oh, on vacation awesome. and missed, missed the message on LinkedIn. Oh. And okay. I went, oh, my, and I just followed up. And they're just connecting now. But, you know, those are little things, right? Then, I mean... In the big scheme of things, wow, it's going to be, you know, if I go, it's going to be in Paris. I've been accepted yeah. to speak, those types of things. Yeah. But, you know, then, you know, then you roll into the other thing, right? And then, and then when it gets tough again, you don't stop, like, to your point, to relish in those moments to say, I did this yesterday. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting that you mentioned that with what we, in our Ignite Mentorship Program, one of the things that we do is a weekly accountability journals, an email that's sent out on Thursdays. It's very structured and everybody in the program knows that if they want my eyes on it, I've got an hour in the schedule on Friday mornings. I read all of them. I respond to them. And the first thing that we talk about is let's celebrate your wins. Let's celebrate them all. What progress did you make this week on, on the things that you were committed to doing? Because by doing that as well, we're reprogramming a lot of our neural pathways because for a lot of us, the way we grew up in school, and I think you and I maybe talked about this already, we start at 100 and we start subtracting. And this is why gaming is so addictive is they start at zero and get points. Right? <laughs> and so it becomes the, the more people feel good, the better they feel, the more they're going to do more of the things that they need to do. And it's so important when you're an entrepreneur because you're going to do so many things that are new. And when they're new, guess what? This freaks out. Your amygdala goes, ah, right? Oh, yeah. It goes, oh, my God. What am I doing? <laughs> really at the heart of it is going, oh my God, you're going to die. That's, that's really what your amygdala is doing for you. And by celebrating the success every week, you're also documenting progress. Because often when we make progress, let's say if I started here and I ended up over here, but I'm still facing this way because I know I want to get here, I don't realize how far I've come. I've actually got to turn around and look back to where I came from and go, wow, look at everything I did. Because then you've also got that internal motivation and that internal drive to keep doing more. But when you never look back and you never celebrate those accomplishments and those wins, let's face it, what do most of us do? Okay, here's the list of everything else that has to be done for next week. Right? <laughs> and then you're thinking, I should go have that margarita now. <laughs> yeah, you know, why did I get myself into this, right? <laughs> I, I think you're so right because I was, um, I was applying for to become a professional speaker. So I had to sit down and basically recognize what I'd done the year before. And then I went, oh my, wow, yeah. I did a lot. Because I, in, in all fairness, had not been really doing that. Um, and I could see the value and then I went, wow, right? Because you're on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Um, and, you know, probably not having it mapped out in front of me, I really didn't kind of look at it and say, oh, this goes in this bucket, I did this, I've learned this, I won't do that again all those things and it, it really it really helps you so for the average person listening andrea and um some people you know still have full-time jobs and they're have this passion and we're not suggesting everybody go out and you know quit your full-time job maybe it's a passion you just have and you want to do more of it or maybe you're the type of person that's kind of like me that's kind of stepping away and and, and kind of going full-time into speaking and training mm -hmm. what kind of what kind of advice would you give to someone like that listening? Uh, I would say definitely get surrounded by the right kind of community because I know for us, even you're, you're a part of it, our social leader circle, is we have some people that are not entrepreneurs, but they have what I call the entrepreneurial spirit. There's something leadership in them. Like one of, one of the people there, Cassandra, she wants to be the minister of education. She's got some big goals. Who's this? Who's this? Yeah. Sandra. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's really got some big goals. Cass, nice shout out to you. Hi. Um, so I think it's so important to surround yourself with people that are going to be supportive because you may end up staying in the role that you're in or in the industry that you're in as an employee, but end up doing something that creates change from within. 
for the people that are transitioning, I think it's so important to work with somebody that's done it because there's a whole host of emotions that comes up. There's things to consider. I mean, some people are, I'm going to say maybe smarter than me where they have a plan. I just kind of went full tilt. <laughs> Took the leap. Um, but I think being around people that know what you're going through and somebody that can guide you and mentor you through the process is, is going to help and understand the stages that you're going to go through from a structures perspective, um, through an emotional perspective, from understanding the mindset. Because when you go, let's say, from working a corporate job or a job where you've had a steady paycheck to all of a sudden the sky's the limit because it's all up to you. It, it's like the positive and the negative at the same time. It's like, it's all up to me. I can do anything I want. Oh shit. It's all up to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that second week paycheck's not going to come. <laughs> right. right? So, so that's the other part of it. Yeah. It's a whole shift. And that actually does mean you need to get some skills around selling. And for so many people, selling is like, right. There was this book by Daniel Pink called um, selling is human. And he wrote Drive and all of these fabulous books. And they did this study and they interviewed, I don't know how many hundreds of people, it's in the book. And they said, what's the first thing you think of when you think of sales? And what do you think most people said, Roxanne? It's used car salesman? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right on. And like every single person I've asked this question to, that's exactly their answer as well. So you think about it, now you've started a business. And if this going on unconsciously is, well, sales means used car salesman, sleazy, slimy, whatever other words get associated with it, and you know you're not that person and you would never want to be that person because you're a service and value, well, guess what? Your sales suffer because unconsciously you actually stop yourself because you don't want to be that person. And that's really where it's important to be. This is where I think the coaching industry if you've got a good coach that understands how your beliefs actually affect your, your actions and your skills and all of that can walk you through that whole cycle the way we do, we'll get you through that because let's face it, Roxanne, you and I know this information is a dime a dozen. Like really, yes. we could probably Google most of the information that we want. We can take online courses. So why would people hire somebody like you? Why would people hire somebody like me? It's really to get them through that process that they're shifting and growing in as a person because the information's there. If you wanted to find it, you could You'll probably find a lot of it for free. And a lot of us provide it for free to give value, but it's really, that's why you work with somebody. So that, that would be the recommendation that I give to somebody is either get into a community or, or hire somebody. When I first started my business, I hired a coach. So all the other people that took training with me, they were all swapping with one another. And in my second year, I broke six figures in sales, which most people don't do in the coaching industry. They just, they don't. And they all said to me, what are you doing that we're not doing? I said, I hired a coach. Mm. I let myself be a client because I knew I was getting in my own way. So I hired a coach to clean out my own junk in my attic. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do some spring cleaning, did you? I, 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 get, I get it too. And uh, I still do. It's, yeah. it's not like a one-time thing. This is yeah. a permanent investment in myself. I always have a coach and I always have a mentor because with every level that I grow, now there's new things that didn't stop me down here because they weren't even an issue. I mean, when I was first starting out, it was, can I even make enough money to support myself? It was all like that scarcity mentality. Now it's more about, well, not quite there yet, but I'm now thinking about building legacy and how do I get my team to grow and how can we serve more people? So the, the belief that were limiting me recently was really now about visibility and what are people going to say if, you know, you, you see me, I myself, I, I say silly things sometimes, sometimes swear words pop out of my mouth. Sometimes I say something and I'm like, oh my God, that is not sometimes what I meant. she might be known to say the odd bad word, but yes. I, you know, it's not meant in a bad way. It just goes flying out and we go, she goes, oh my God, whoops. It's <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, so those were some of the beliefs that I was working on tackling this year with, with my coach and going, okay, how do we get at the root of it? How do we clear it? And then we did, and now I'm moving on. And so once I hit this level, there's going to be other things that aren't even a consideration now. So I think that would be the, the, the underlying piece of advice. And I know I've been talking for a bit, so I'll finish with this is, is when you think about investing in coaching or training, think of it as something that's 
going to be ongoing. All the people that I've met in the last three years that are top earners in their industries, what they all have consistently, and they've been in business for far longer than I have. And I just like, I feel so privileged. I'm like a little sponge. I soak up all of their wisdom. They all said they've always had somebody that's been a coach or a mentor to them. And I just think it's important. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the value that I hear um, in picking a coach is important. So intuition, you want somebody that allows you to connect to you, right? And not kind of say, do what that person's doing out on stage or whatever. So what is, what is uniquely different about Andrea or Roxanne and how are we going to show that to the world? You want somebody that knows the business, right? And they've actually done it. So whether it's a, you know, um, fitness coach or a business coach or relationship coach, someone that's actually living um, what they're talking about or have lived it and built it from there. Um, Know that there's stages. You're not going to be at the pinnacle. You have to start crawling like a baby at first. And eventually you're going to make steps up. Anything else that you think would be important for people to consider? Community, being surrounded by good people that value you and give you good feedback. And sometimes they tell you like it is, because sometimes you need sometimes you need to hear that and you go, oh, okay. I was yeah. kind of thinking that, but I don't know if I wanted to tell myself that, but being having someone give you the straight goods, I call it sometimes is a good thing about your community and your coach also. Oh yeah. Your your coach has to be able to call you on your stuff. And I think that's where beyond your intuition, somebody that you click with, somebody that you can let your walls down and trust because when you go through those, those ups and then those downs in business, they're normal. You've got to have a safe space with somebody that you can really talk to and go, Hey, I'm struggling with this. And maybe even if your coach doesn't have the answer, at least maybe they're connected to a community where they can go find the answer for you or they're willing to do that for you, I think is is very important. So somebody that you click with or you share the same values, there's, there's just something about them that you go, okay, I feel like I'm in, in good hands. And I'm going to say something that, again, take it with a grain of salt because it's my opinion, is somebody that's got a track record if they've been in the industry for a while. So if, if you're working with somebody that's just starting out, and if you're somebody that is just starting out in this industry, I mean, you've got to start somewhere. You're not going to have a proven track record yet, but the industry has a track record. Use those kind of statistics and build yourself up. The more good work you do with people, the more you're focused on them getting the results, you're going to build both things up. And so thinking about when you're going to work with somebody, do they already have a track record or are, like, where are they? And, and be okay with it because everybody's got to start from somewhere, right? If, if I said, okay, I've been in this industry, we're, we're in our fourth year now and I didn't have any client success stories and I didn't have any success in my own life to show for it, maybe I'd be going, I'm not in the right industry, right? Right. And, and, and that connection piece, I think, is very important when you coach with someone. To know that you can work through things like, you know, if you kind of feel like you're hitting a wall or you and your coach are out of line or something's blocking, like to be, have that trust within your coach to be able to say, hey, Andrea, you know, I, I'm feeling out of sync lately. You know, uh, you know, can we talk about it? I'm not sure if it's me, you know, yep. if it's you and for people to feel safe enough to be able, even though it's business, it's business coaching, but to still have that ability or that capacity to have that conversation. You are still a whole person. This is what we always tell people is we like to think we can separate our personal life and everything that's going on from the business. The more interconnected we are because of technology, because of social media, you're a whole person. So if something is going on in your personal life, it's going to affect what's going on in your business and being able to talk to your coach and go like, you know what? I had a really crappy night. My kid went to the hospital. I had to get up early and I just like, I feel like I'm completely out of sorts. That's important. And the other point that you said of when you feel like you're not clicking or when, when there's a something in the way, this happens with me and my clients frequently, not because there's something in the way, but because when they start doing new things, they get really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so here I am, I'm keeping them accountable going, did you get your stuff done? This is the and then stuff. you're like, Ooh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So 
I have to understand that and not take it, like avoid taking it personally. Because if I took that personally and went, oh my goodness, this person's mad at me or this person's not talking to me. And I didn't actually realize that just part of the stages of growth and people moving through their own internal challenges, then I would take it personally. And so you've got to be able to have those uncomfortable conversations. 90% of the time what happens with my clients is when they've just gotten started and they're onboarding and they want everything now. They're like, they want to resolve their whole life, their whole business now. (laughs) Do this process and get your whole success wheel moving well instead of just doing another face plant into, you know, shiny object syndrome all over again. Absolutely, absolutely. So now, Andrea, this has been so valuable because I don't think I've talked to anybody about actually uh, coaching at the at the depth that we did. Um, so tell us a bit about the programs that you actually offer. And uh, I know I've been involved in a couple of them, and I've had phenomenal success from it. I've been I've taken the things that I learned from Andrea and gone to a stage um, in New York and applied. Um, you know, I like, uh, you know, in stepping into something big when I went to New York, um, applied the skills that she had taught me about speaking and, and, and touching emotion. Um, and I did that, you know, not too long before I, I went to New York. So thanks. And I, I, I don't know that I've shared that with you, but it's been really oh That's why you see like the smile keeps getting bigger and bigger. Are you going to turn red? <laughs> Oh, that's, that's really nice to hear. Thank you. Uh, you. You kind of left me speechless there for a second. When I hear things like that, because I said this to you before when we met, I respect you so much. I mean, you've, you've already been so successful for years and years and years. And I think this is really important for anybody that's listening is you never know when you can teach somebody something that's maybe new to them that makes an impact on their life. It's that one degree of difference over time that makes an impact. And so thank you so much for, for sharing that. So the course that Roxanne's referring to is, is a course called Captivate Your Audience. And it's really all about how to connect from your authentic self with your audience and take them on a journey with you. I think one of the things that people are, are really hungry for is feeling that real connection with people. And we're seeing this shift in, in the speaking industry, uh, especially from those hardcore selling from stage type things that just, some of them are not working as well as they used to, let's put it that way. They still work, there's, there's a place for them. I think people are just hungry to really get that real connection and not just feel like they're a walking dollar sign for people. So that was a really, that was a really fun program that we did. Um, I especially okay. like the storybook part. And yeah. <laughs> I was, was really cool. with, uh, with Carrie, yeah. with her Australian accent, I was like, okay, I'm not following her, okay? Because <laughs> she was like so expressive. And, you know, I was like, whoa. But, you know, after we did that exercise, so the exercise was we took a storybook, like I would read to RJ, which I did, all, you know, most of his life until he yeah. didn't love me anymore. And uh, we read it like we were reading it to children and talk mm-hmm. about touching emotion. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm not going to follow Carrie again. But when I did it myself, there's that comparison again. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Because it was like um, just being myself and being expressive yeah. and, and reading the storybook like I would, like if I had a pile of kids in front of me. And it allowed me to tap into that when I'm on stage. You yeah. know, I think, okay, just have fun with it, be expressive, don't be afraid. Um, yeah. People are gonna, if, so long as they can feel you and feel your emotion, that's what people are into. So that's. Uh, and what did you see? You, you saw that, how people reacted to you in your group, didn't you? Absolutely. And, and you know, so something as simple as that, um, and not to pick on Carrie, she listens to this, but I loved it. I really did because it showed me, like, wow, uh, yeah. you know, I wanted to hear more. That exercise, like everything that we do, is one hands on and second, multi layered one of the there was actually three things that were really important going on in this exercise and maybe just by illustrating this as an example it will give you an idea of how we work with people we'll take one thing that seems very simple on the surface but we're actually continue two or three things with it so with the whole thing about reading a storybook is we know that most people really respond to tone of voice 
you could have the best content in the world, but if you have somebody that's reading like this, and today I'm going to share with you the statistics of our, like, right? So we were really driving home the point about tonality. And by having you read a kid's book, what we did was we took away content. Because most people are so focused on what are they going to say, what are they going to say, what are they going to say, that they forget that how they say it, their tonality and their body language is so much more powerful than the words on their own. So we took away content. We created an environment where you had to focus on tonality. And this is the part that I really liked, which was a stroke of genius on our part, but this is just the way my brain works, was... So many people worry about, well, there's so many other people in the industry. There's, you know, a million other realtors. There's a million other financial advisors. There's a million other coaches. Not really a million. You get my point. There's so many other people doing what I do. How am I going to deliver information that's unique? And so what we did in those small groups was we made sure there wasn't enough books for everybody to have their own individual one. So some people had to deliver the exact right. same content and you got to see what happened just by being yourself and your personality how the audience responded your group in this case completely differently even though the content was exactly the same because it's one thing for me to sit there and tell you yes you are unique it's completely different for you to experience it in a setting where you go oh my goodness they reacted this way to me I had that effect on people right, it, right. The feedback we got after that activity was so empowering. Like people that were terrified to get up and speak after that, they were going, okay, I might actually be able to do this. So, so it was powerful for a lot. I know it, I know it was powerful for me. So obviously it was powerful for other people. So you have the social cir um, circle. So tell them about that. Well, we have the social leader circle, which I, absolutely love it's an online community that we're, we're starting to build it and so there's a couple of things with this play on words with social leader circle one that idea of a circle means when you're in a circle nobody's higher nobody's lower it means we're coming together as equals it means we all have something to offer we all have something to share we all have our ups we all have our downs we're we're equals in a circle and the idea of social leaders, one, social is on social media, but being social and actually getting out there, making a difference in the world, and leaders is really about stepping into leadership. So what we do on the social leader circle is it's a connection forum, an accountability forum, it's a private Facebook group, and it's also where we do our how-tos. So one of the things I was finding, and I don't know if you might have found this as well, Roxanne, is I've created online courses, I've taken online courses, and as soon as I got the nuggets that I needed, I stopped. And I found this with our courses too. Like if somebody really needed to know what was the, the blueprint structure for a sales conversation because they'd never done it before, as soon as they got to that module, it's like, okay, I'm done. I need to know how to set up my business so that it, I've got a foundation in place. They do that module and they'd be done. And so what I really thought about with the social leader circle is I wanted to make it more interactive. So let's say you're now at a new stage, you're going, well, how do I do this? You can pop on there and go, Hey, I have this question. So T and I look at it and then we do a little video on it. So the how to's are always relevant to the people in the community instead of being out of context. Cause sometimes all you need is that little nugget. Wow. The people that are going, you know what? I want more support. Then we've got our Ignite Mentorship Program, where we actually go through the stages of our success wheel, accountability, your mindset, shifting beliefs. We do all of it there. And so that one's more structured than the social leader circle. So it really depends on where people are at. And one of the things that I think we're really, really good at is when we talk to people and have conversations with them is, we always take a look at what's best for that person. Where are they right now? If they're gonna be better served by having support, and having mentorships and that's what we'll recommend for them if they're kind of you know just dipping their toe in they need a little bit of support we'll we'll recommend the social leader circle and then for people that are you know they're they're up here they want to up their game then we've got more one-on-one -on -one support that runs literally almost a full year that's a high-end program so it really depends on the person but i think the most important thing is we go through these seven stages in, in our success circle so did you want me to Share those a little bit. I'm not sure how we are for time. Sure, sure. It's it's up to you. Uh, we have a, a bit more time. Why don't you do that? And then I want you to tell them how to get a hold of you and how they can book um, the uh, discovery session with you. 
Well, one of the things that we realized is there were these, these key areas. And so I want you to imagine your life and your journey, whether it's your personal life, your business life, almost like a wheel. It's, it's constantly turning. Eventually, you'll get to where you're getting. But depending on how well that wheel's turning, it's going to be a smooth journey or it's going to be a little bit bumpy, right? You've, I don't know if you've ever had a flat tire, but it just stopped. <laughs> right? So I took a look and I went, okay, here are the things that I have consistently been seeing with my clients over and over and over and over for the past however many years. Uh, I say however many because I kind of did the straddling thing uh, with my job as well for a little while before I took the plunge. So we take a look at these five key areas and these two little extras. One is mindset and vision. And so this is, I like to clear the deck of the, like I said, the, the cobwebs in the attic, things that are limiting you and take a look at really what do you need to have as a basis for a big picture vision before we get moving. The second driver now is aligned action and goals. So some people are like action, 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 and then that's where that shiny object syndrome comes in. Uh, and somebody said to me, well, why don't you do goals first? Everybody says do goals first. So I start with vision, I do goals second after we do this personal transformation process with people because why would I want somebody setting goals from a place of limitation where you know they're they're doing something new maybe their vision is this big but they really could do this they just don't know it yet so we actually do all the goal setting after we've done some of that release work which I have found to be 90% more powerful I think with this point with my clients than when I used to do goals first so it's a little bit different than what most people do the third driver, now we take a look at your unique contribution to the world and the skills that you need to deliver that unique contribution. Because you don't need to be like me. I don't need to be like you. The world needs you to be you. And I find too many programs are so focused on follow my system so you can be like me. I think it's more about here's a process that you follow so that you unfold and you become more of you every day. Because really, it, life is a journey. The you that you're going to be in five years is not going to be the you that you were five years ago, right? The fourth driver then that we take a look at is support systems and structure. Because if you're going to grow, support can be as simple as an accountability partner, but it might be a bookkeeping system. It might be you need something for onboarding new clients. It might be, you know what, you're actually running a big business at this point and you've got individuals that are supporting clients. So we have to take a look at that and plan for it. And then that last fifth driver is accountability because I find without that, that's where things kind of grind to a halt and the thing doesn't start all over again and keep moving. So the two secret ones that I love telling people about. Hey, I'm listening. <laughs> you may not have heard this yet. And you're going you're gonna to go, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in the middle of the wheel, there's the hub and that's you. That's where who you're being, your positive emotions really help to keep the thing turning because you can turn it and be miserable, right? Like we've all seen people that accomplish all kinds of things, but they're not happy. So really what's the point? So you, if you literally think about your core, your heart, imagine what it's like being able to bring happiness, joy, love, all of those positive emotions that then open you up attract people to you have you enjoying your life mm -hmm. as the center and that's part of what we work on as well with people because you're a whole person it's not just about the outer trappings of your business in your life it's also about you as a complete human being and I found that when we started to pay attention to that part with our clients they started to blossom as human beings it was it was like if you talk to most of our clients They'll tell you, okay, my business grew, I got this many more, whatever, but what they talk about the most is the transformation that they got as a human being. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so fascinating to me. So that's the, the one secret one. And then if you think about a wheel, sometimes it needs an external force to help it move. Because if you're just trying to power it internally all the time, it would be very exhausting. And I like to say this is something bigger, whether you call it the universe or your higher self. If you're coming at it from a scientific perspective, if you're not so spiritual, they've already proven there's this, basically we're all unified by a quantum field. And so there's this, this something that helps to move things in a way that creates synchronicities, it creates opportunities. And when you start paying attention, like things happen that there's no way in hell you could have micromanaged and planned the hell out of them because we just can't. 
And when you allow yourself to tap into something bigger, I, I found for me personally, it's almost, it feels like miraculous things start to happen. And I just go, wow. wow. Yeah. And I, you know what, I can, I can, so I've had some of those things happen too. And it's really when you're in alignment with what you're doing, these things happen. And an example of that is um, I want to write for the Huffington Post. I'd like to write articles and two people that I've met recently are going to introduce me to the editor. So I'm, I'm, and I'm blown away. I'm like, really? Are you kidding? <laughs> so, you know, it's absolutely those ingredients. And then how, you know, if I was doing something that I was out of alignment with, more than likely, I wouldn't have ran up against those things, right? And so it's it's listening, you're right. But sometimes we don't know how to listen and we need someone to guide us to be able to listen in the right way to get the synergies. And sometimes the messages are right there, but we're rolling them we're rolling over them looking at the thing ahead, right? And not recognizing that it might be right, it might be right in front of us. Uh, I remember one of my clients, Lindsay, that I worked with just a phenomenal phenomenal human being and we did considering work she hired me probably about two years ago now this was at a plateau really struggling with her business and we did some clearing work around the beliefs that she had and it was all tied back to her family and would she really be accepted if she made money because there was people in her life that had made money but weren't the nicest people and so you're talking about sometimes the opportunities are right there. We did the clearing work. She did a little, a little bit of an online um, program that we have to help support clients as they're moving through this, this shift and transformational process. And the very next day, she made a $10,000 sale. I wow. still have the voicemail that she left us. I mean, she dropped off bombs in it and we, we <laughs> recorded it because she was so excited. Now, that opportunity had been in front of her face literally for months. But because of the, the, the filters that she was operating through, literally, she couldn't see it. And so when you remove those, right. you something bigger, all of a sudden, things that were literally right around you start to become possible. And I think I'm going to, I don't know if I'm getting the quote exactly right, so please excuse me for those of you that know this quote exactly. It was Albert Einstein that said that one of the most important decisions you'll ever have to make is whether you live in a safe universe or not. Wow. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. I would like you to tell people where they can get a hold of you and how they can do a discovery call with you. Sure. Well, it's very easy to get a hold of me on all of my social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. It's my name, Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, -E Ivanka, I-V-A-N-K-A. If you shoot me a PM or a message on any of those platforms, happily I'll get back to you. We'll get to know each other. I mean, First thing is always, I want to get to know you. You get to know me a little. And then if there's any synergy there, then we'll book in for another call and see if there's something there for us to, to get some deeper clarity on for you. And typically when I have these, I call them clarity breakthrough calls. What we're looking to do is help you get some clarity on where you are now, some of the things that are holding you back from taking your business to the next level, and give you a couple of key pieces. You might have already heard some on, on this call today that are really specific to you. That's going to help you get to that next level. So feel free to reach out on any of those. You can also go to my website, www.andreaivanka, again, my name.com. Very simple. If you want to see a little bit about what I've been up to. Awesome. Well, uh, this has been amazing. And uh, I feel like Andrea is one of those special people in the world that I've um, been touched. Um, and I feel like I, she's going to be in my life for a very long time. So I want to thank you again for listening. Um, so many words of wisdom here, um, synergies, listening. Um, you have the answers. It's, it's just about finding sometimes the right guides, I call them, whether it's a coach or a mentor or a community. And, you know, like Andrea said, we start with 100 and we go backwards. And sometimes with those guides, what they do is they hold that space for us to be able to, to get as high up as we uh, need to in order to um, listen to our authentic self. So thank you again, Andrea. And um, hopefully uh, we, we will connect again soon. All right. Take care. Thanks, Roxanne. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Okay. Bye.